0: Are you gay? Do you know someone who's gay? If you answered yes to either question, hi, I'm Parker, and this is Parker's Pointless Podcast, where every week I talk about some pointless thought that was floating around in my little noggin. These topics will range from pop culture, to film and television, to politics, and to things happening in my own personal life, all of which I am not qualified to speak on, but because I am gay and delusional, I find the confidence and conviction within me to speak as if I am a professional. On today's episode, I am joined by my boarder, my bestie, Miss Yasmin El Kurd, as we read some graphic fan fiction of our favorite male celebrities. Buckle up because this one's gonna be wild! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Parker's Pointless Podcast. It's me, Parker. Y'all were on episode number uh, 12, so if you didn't know that by now, girl, I don't know what you're doing. But it's me, Parker, here, obviously, and I hope you're having a wonderful day because I certainly am. I've not been doing my little intro that I usually have been doing the past couple episodes. Sorry, I forgot, but I'll try to keep it consistent, but... No, nonetheless, today I am joined by an extremely special guest, one of my best friends of all time. Here in the studio today is my border, Miss <laughs> Yasmin Al Kurd. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here, Lay. Literally, like, I'm so happy to have you here. I mean, Yasmin has been asking, like, "What am I going to be on the podcast?" And I'm like, "Girly pop, Miss Girl." So let me just give you all. A little background. So me and Yasmin have known each other for a long time. Mm-hmm. Long, long time. Like we were juniors in high school. So to round out the story, I met Yasmin's sister Dania, who's one of my besties of all time, my other border, um, which I'll explain that in a second. <laughs> um, I met her junior year of high school. We did greece together at Irvine Valley College, Sleigh. And then through doing the show together in that in the year 2012, LOL, me. Saying? And Yasmin then met, and then me and Yasmin are the same age, and Dania's a couple years older than the both of us, obviously. So, um, me and Yasmin just got along, and we were just quick friends, and then we've been friends ever since. And we we are basically, like, I, I, whenever I describe Yasmin and Dania specifically, I always describe them as, like, my second family, mm-hmm. because we're just that close. Um, and we call each other border, because yes. it's, like, brother, but O and the R are switched. <laughs> I don't really know what was the reasoning. I
1: don't either. I think it was probably some kind of typo that was made when we were texting each other. Yeah. And our, our, our sick ass selves just thought yeah. that was so funny and ran yeah. with it. So we called each other since then.
0: Absolutely. Like me, like when I tell you that me and Yasmin and Dania, just all three of us have so many <laughs> disturbed and like <laughs> just like... Beyond psycho inside jokes that literally make no sense to any single other person, but like it makes sense to us. And we just like always are laughing about them. (laughs) So just that's a basic description of our friendship. But Yasmina has been wanting to be on the pod for a long time, but she has been very busy. She's a very busy girl because Miss Mama over here. And by the time this episode's out, she will have already acquired her master's degree, ladies and gentlemen. We have a master in the house. Miss Master. Master of public diplomacy for Miss USC. So would you like to just expand upon that? Like what your studies sure. have been like?
1: Absolutely. So for the last couple of years, as you said, I've been mm-hmm. at USC studying my master's of public diplomacy. Period. Um, I've I am Palestinian and Lebanese. I don't really go anywhere without saying such. So yeah. to give I give that context because I am studying Palestinian cultural diplomacy. That's where my work kind of focuses on. Um, and yes, so I don't really know. I'm sure somebody's going to want to ask or maybe have a follow-up question while they listen. What are you going to do? And I have ideas of what I'm going to do, but I am going to take a little break after I graduate because it has been a very, very busy Last couple of years, Mm -hmm. I've been doing a lot other than school. So I'll be traveling a little bit. And then hopefully by the end of the summer, I'll be securing my big girl job. Getting the bag. Big girl money, honey. Okay. So, you know, we're just kind of seeing how things are going to go. And yeah, I'm very excited. I'm so, so excited. So I'm finally here.
0: Hella big sleigh and hella big purr. Purr. So Yasmina is going to be back on the podcast in the future, I'm certain. But now that she's a graduate or yeah, but the episode will be out. She is a graduate. So she has, she has the time to be on the podcast. So she'll be back in the future, but I am so excited to have her here today. And to give you all an introduction about what we're doing today, I'm sure you saw from the title of the episode and from the intro from the episode Me and Yasmeen are going to be reading fan fiction, which this podcast is no stranger to fan fiction, as we know. I have my Josh Hutcherson fan fiction, which was truly a hoot and a holler. Listen to part one and part two if you haven't. Um, You can just scroll back and listen to them after this episode. But me and Yasmeen, once we're driving home from San Diego, we are at the zoo, um, and we are driving back to Orange County and, you know, sometimes the drive can be lickety-split and sometimes the drive can be miserable. And unfortunately, it was, it was one of the times when it, the traffic was bananas. And so we decided while we were driving that we were going to read some – or I was driving. this mean it was Miss Passenger Princess. As always. She was going to read the fan fiction. And we pulled up some Marvel fan fiction. <laughs> and when I tell you, like, the it was so – explicit and so bananas that like I just couldn't even believe it was insane it was and it was was we were scream laughing at the top of our lungs and it was just so entertaining (laughs) and so I just thought to bring it full circle we're gonna do it here on the podcast today and let me give a little disclaimer there will be certain stories that may be a little bit more on the graphic side and I will give a disclaimer for each of them that will be graphic if you are sensitive to that you can fast forward there will be some that are not as graphic they're just simply weird (laughs) So there are many to choose from. Me and mean have many celebrity crushes that we pulled from for the stories. And I'm so excited for you all to hear them today. But before we get into that, let's get into Parker's Poppin' Hot Take of the Week. So my Hot Take of the Week is this. We need to make it more difficult for people to get driver's licenses because these bitches out in the streets are driving as if they're in the Fast and the Furious franchise, and I'm sick (laughs) and tired of it because, girly pop, I do not have the time, I do not have the patience, and I do not have the lifeline to be able to live amongst these race car drivers, these NASCAR drivers. It's sick in the head. Not to mention, I've been dealing with some car issues this Mm. past week from getting – my car got hit, la, 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 not going to get into the details – but it was, it's was it been crazy out here, and it's because you silly-ass goofy goobers in the streets <laughs> with your, like, plastic little driver's license, you need to have them revoked immediately because y'all drive as if this is a race car track and it ain't. So Period. we need to make it more difficult to get a license because y'all are sick for that. So that's my hot take of the week. Yasmeen has several, so I gonna do. let her get into hers because I'm so, so curious yes, as to what they might absolutely. be.
1: absolutely. So I do have a few. The okay. first being... Ordering hot tea at a restaurant is not only annoying, as I think you would agree, mm-hmm. but it screams pick-me energy.
0: Oh, literally? absolutely. fucking lootly So me and Yasmeen work together, for those of you who don't know. Um, we've been friends for a long time, and then Yasmeen got a job at a restaurant in Long Beach. I was moving to Long Beach and I was like, I'll get the job first. We worked, and then so we started working together. We've worked together for the past two, like two years. ish years, and it's been so fun. Like oh we are the God. we are the definition of personality hires. <sighs> and period. We Everybody wishes kooky. they were us,
1: <sighs> especially at work, honey. Like, uh, are literally? you kidding?
0: We're the we're for the so moment. fun. Yeah. <sighs> It's so fun, but yeah. So we work together, and we're servers. So hot tea, very relatable content. Mm,
1: Pick me, that is pick me. So next time you're out eating at a restaurant and you order hot tea, think about what I said. Yeah, because it's it's
0: really just not the tea. It's really it's not not the tea to get tea.
1: Yeah, unless
0: it's iced. that's a different story. Yeah,
1: if it's iced tea, that's fine. But hot tea, like you're doing way too much. I'm
0: like, girl, just drink that at home. Yeah, with breakfast. It's like, why
1: are you going out to order that? (laughs) Literally,
0: I'm like, English breakfast at PF Changs. Like literally, for what are you doing? At PF Changs? I don't know. I just like that's the first. First restaurant that came to my mind. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's Honestly, like no need for all that, Diva. Period. I agree.
0: So what's the next one? What, the
1: next one is I think I – hopefully this isn't a hot take, but I have shared this with you okay. and others in the past, and I got insane reactions from you okay. as well. <laughs> but I think it's extremely mm. necessary mm. to wash your ass after you poop. This is obviously if you're at home. If you're out in public and you're taking a shit somewhere, like, obviously you don't have the resources to wash your ass unless there's a bidet. Like, that's great if there yeah. is. But if you're at home and you're taking a shit, I mean, this is what I do. I'm like, yeah. sorry, TMI. I'm in the going in the shower and I'm washing my ass, honey. Like, as as girly pops, like, we wear thongs. We wear, like, little underwear that it's going to, like, you're going to take a poop and then you're going to put your thong back on and then all that Stuff that you might have not gone out of your crack is gonna be smearing brownie all- batter. Yeah, like that's mm-hmm. sick. So yeah, a couple of people think that's crazy mm. that I do that, but I'm you're I'm a just clean woman, a hygienic woman. It's giving hygiene. So I mean, if you have a problem with that, then you're kind of sick in the head for that.
0: Miss hygienic hussy. Yeah,
1: hygienic hussy. That's me. We love an alliteration. Okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So what's the next one?
1: I said that if you don't let your dog sleep with you in bed at night, you're probably an emotional terrorist. <laughs> so Listen.
0: yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. So I'm like, why do you even have a dog? Like that's supposed to be somebody that you love and take yeah. care of. So why are they not in bed with you? If it's like a huge dog, then okay, sure. Maybe there's an exception. But my dog is 15 pounds. Like she's in bed with me every night. Um. Mm. So my next hot take is if you don't have designated house shoes or slippers, you're probably a sick individual. And I I personally probably wouldn't want to come in your house for that because you're telling me you're going to come inside your house And then not change your outside shoes to a designated pair of slippers and drag all the nasty things from outside into your home. That's sick, baby.
0: Don't be doing that. Don't be doing that. And You know what? I've picked up the house slippers thing from – like, I mean, before I moved out, I didn't do it. But mm. now that I'm in my in own, own space. space, I literally am always wearing like, I have like designated outside shoes, like that, I, my little slides. Yes. And then I have my like little slippers that I wear inside too. Yeah, as you should. So, yeah. My feet are always covered.
1: Yeah, as they should be. And I do think that once you do have your own space, you start to. Change the way that you like. Maybe when I was living at home, I didn't. Right. Well, to be honest, I'm Arab, so like that was ingrained in my head from as oh, a right. as a child. Like you had to have house shoes on. It's an Arab thing. I'm sure it's not just an Arab thing. I know a lot of other cultures are very um
0: pro house shoes. Yes. Yeah, so right.
1: you know whatever, but yeah, I I think it's sick if you're not if you're dragging the outside stuff in your home. And sorry, like if the shoe fits and you're upset, then maybe change some of your habits.
0: Yeah, if the shoe fits, then put a shoe on. Yeah, <laughs>
1: here you put a slipper on, baby. Diva.
0: <laughs> okay what else you got
1: um I said that as a girly pop like a girl a gay whatever if you're not listening to any pop music or if you don't have a favorite pop artist it's also kind of giving pick me energy and also like why
0: That you know? is so funny because literally on the last episode with my mom I that was my hot take of the week where I was oh, like it, was? it wasn't necessarily that but it was like in lieu of where mm-hmm. I was like be mostly pick me where I was like it is so pick me to like be a girly that hates pop music yes just to be like oh I don't listen to that radio music. I only listen to heavy metal. It's weird. Like, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: It's like, so as a girl, you're telling me, especially in our generation, that like, I don't really listen to Beyonce's music. Why? Like, are you yeah. okay? Like, at least have a pop star that you listen to. It's like, yeah. oh, so you're only going to listen to rap? Like, sure. I mean, I'm not knocking your music taste, but why aren't you listening to one of the
0: girls? Yeah. Don't you want to relate? The dolls. The like, dolls. Like, don't you want to, like, hang out with the, like, like uh it's just sick.
1: Yeah, it makes me upset. Like, sorry, maybe I'm coming off judgmental, but
0: I mean it. So I mean, period. I would literally one hundred percent agree. I know. Like, would. listen to the girlies. Yes. also, like you. You and I mean, I don't. There are a very select few male artists that yeah. I enjoy listening to. Sure. But I'm like, if your catalog is all male artists, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I'm As, like, yeah, it doesn't you, make any sense. You
0: claim to love women, but you don't listen to women in music. Pick Interesting. me. Pick. Me. Yeah. Pick me doll. Yeah.
1: Um my next one is people who drink beer don't actually like it. They're lying. <laughs> um I just can't even comprehend that, why that tastes good to you. Yeah,
0: it's kind of sick. Yeah. I'm like you're drinking literal like battery acid <laughs> yeah, and you're convincing it's not yourself good. that it's like fine like Beverages. And I
1: do really think, like, obviously the, the predominant demographic that's drinking beer are straight men. And I really believe – and you know what? If you're a straight man and you're listening to this and you enjoy beer, great. Like, I'm happy for you and I don't think you're lying. But I think most of them are doing it as a way to prove their masculinity. Period. That's my that's my hot take. Misgender studies. Misgender studies. That's my second master's baby, okay. JK. Um, I also wrote that – you know, this is a little bit less of, like, a silly one, but – if you have family members who cause you stress and anxiety, and like that you perceive as toxic, it's perfectly okay to not have them in your life. Period. Period. Maybe I'm a therapist too. Wow, oh, well,
0: she's she has she's Miss multifaceted, yes. Miss multi degrees, Miss multi hyphenated. <laughs> Wait, Miss multi. That's what it is. Yeah, right? sure. M- yeah, she Miss titles over here. So yeah. yeah, cut them out if if they ain't serving you, baby. Bye.
1: Yeah, take them out of your life, like. Gives yourself some peace. Period. Period. Is that the end of your list? Those are all my hot
0: takes. Oh, my gosh. Well, I I live for a hot take, as you all know. So thank you so much for providing such beautiful, juicy hot takes Uh, for us today. Of course, baby girl. I am going to have a guest next week. She might want to say this one next week, but I'm going to say I'm going to be her to it. Okay. Because Miss Tatiana Monique Alvarez texted me. um, she's She's like, this is a hot take. Um, or I don't know if this is a hot take, but whatever, but it was in lieu of the feet thing. Mm-hmm. She said, when I'm driving and I see people who have their full bare foot on know. the dash of their car, oh. that is so disgusting and disrespectful that if I was the driver, I would have, I would literally throw you out the window and just being driving next to you. It's disgusting. No, me. I
1: agree that that's sick. It's like, what are you doing all that for? Yeah, I'm
0: like, put those and she dogs said, away. That's what Tati said. She's like, put the dogs away. So <laughs> like, why are the dogs out in the car? It's giving rough, rough. Literally. It's giving like bark, bark, air Bud <laughs> vibes. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that's sick. I agree with Tati. So
0: Tati, thank you so much for this, like the submission on that one, because that that is so sick and disgusting. So shout out to you, Diva. Shout out you. Um, Love you, girl um, but yeah, those are the hot takes of the week for this week. Um, if y'all ever have any hot takes you want to talk about, please let me know, send them to me in my direction and we will have a little chit chat about all your hot takes. So without further ado, let's get into the bulk of this episode, Miss Fan Fiction, because I am so excited. So just to preface you guys on what celebrities we have picked, me and Yasmin, like, I mean, it's been going for a while, but I think... It really peaked during The Last of Us. Mm -hmm. Pedro Pascal, you guys, Pedro Pascal is just the one.
1: He's like, you know what? He is the quintessential celebrity crush, I think. Yeah. Right? If that even makes sense. Like, he is the moment. He's having his moment. Yeah. If you don't think, you know, he's hot or good looking, then... Are you okay, girl?
0: Yeah, we're in the we're in the Pedro Pascal Renaissance. Yeah, and it's just such a pleasure to be here. Period. And The Last of Us, like, just it's just the like he's like hot, but also like not threatening, right? But like nurturing, but also like rugged. Oh, yeah. And then like like sexy, but also like sleigh. <laughs> so like I just can't quite place my finger on why he's just the one, but he is the one. He's the one. So there's definitely some Pedro Pascal fan fiction in here. We also have um. Andrew Garfield, of course. I'm an Andrew Garfield stan. Um, We got some Spider Man fan fiction in here. It's kind of cuckoo bananas. Um, There is some, um, I specifically looked into this one because I was just curious. Um, Troy Bolton and (laughs) um, (laughs) um, Ryan from High School Musical. That's coming up in here too. And then the final one. So, me and Yasmin are big fans of Ted Lasso, the show on Apple TV. If you are not watching it, you're missing out. It is a great show, mm-hmm. and Yasmin's love of her life is Roy Kent. And this season, I also love Roy Kent. Let me get that clear. But this season, Jamie Tart, who like in previous seasons was not really the one for me, this season I'm kind of like,
1: yeah, you're getting your bag to Mister
0: Jamie. I'm like, <laughs> like something about it is just so sexy. And so there's going to be some Roy Kent Jamie Tart um, fan fiction in there. And just to pro- give the disclaimer again, some of these stories may be a little naughty. Mm-hmm. If they're naughtier ones, I will give a, a disclaimer at the beginning. So if you wanna skip, you can skip. Um, and also, Mrs. Mean is a professional woman. She has a master's degree. <laughs> she is on her way to being a multi-figured, multi, multi like, you know, freeing Palestine and literally being <laughs> a fucking multi-millionaire. So she is going to be in the business world. So if there's an inappropriate story, I'm gonna be taking it on because if anyone's reputation is gonna be on the line for talking about dick and cock, (laughs) it's going to be me because, girl, it's my brand. So with that being said, we're gonna hop into our first fan fiction, which is going to be a Pedro Pascal one. We I think we should do. So um, last night, you guys, I was literally researching all of these fan fictions, and I found a fair amount of them on um, a website called Archive of Our Own. Which if you guys have not ever gone onto that website. Highly encourage you to do so. There are so many fan fictions of all genres. And it is actually quite insane that this exists on the internet for free, to be honest. <laughs> because it is absolutely, absolutely bananas. So I think we should do um, let's do the Princess Pedro. Okay, perfect. First. I have it here. So this this is one of a kooky one. I'll let you read this one first. Okay. And then I'll read the the crazy one next. So this one is kind of like, When I tell you guys these fan fictions, like some of them are just like insane crossover events of like genres that just don't make any sense. So this one is entitled (laughs) Princess Pedro and the author is Shrimp Lady 00. Thank you. What an icon. Thank you, Shrimp Lady. So, Miss Yasmin, please take it away.
1: All right. So we're going to read, as Parker mentioned, Princess Pedro to begin the fan fiction. It was a normal day in the Mushroom Kingdom. Princess Peach has so much work today. Royal trees to renew, laws to pass. Same old, same old. She just wished something fun and exciting would happen. She thought about paying her plumber friend, Mario, a visit, but she really wasn't in the mood to hear him repeat Mamma Mia 8,000 times. (laughs) 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 Just as she thought, I'm so sorry, just as she was contemplating her day, a rumble soared through the castle Suddenly she hears lyrics, hey sexy lady, and she sees a man burst through the castle doors. Who are you? What do you want? Peach cries at the man. He doesn't answer. Instead, he runs up to Peach, grabs her, and starts walking back to his car, kicking every small toad out of the way. Oh, uh, the name's Pedro. (laughs) (laughs) She just looked so she just looked scared, so he continued. I just got this new VR headset for my iPad. Cool, right? Now, I feel like I'm really here. See, the thing is, Peach is actually AI. <laughs> hi, AI.
0: Hi, hi. <laughs>
1: Okay, I lost my place. Okay, Peach is actually AI, and she thinks she is real. She has no idea what this Pedro is talking about or what some of those things are. This is, like, very meta. I know. Like, slay. Honestly, Shrimp Lady, you kind of popped off <laughs> she here. She ate down on She this really one. ate down. <laughs> um, so, are you just going to kidnap me like Bowser does? Pedro nodded. Basically, that's the goal of the game anyways. Right. Game. Since they didn't put me in the Mario movie, this was the closest I could get. Now, Peach was even more confused. Was she supposed to understand anything this man was talking about? So, are you pretty famous in the universe, right? Or so you are pretty famous in the universe, right? I'm pretty famous in mine as well. Peach wasn't even paying attention anymore. The man who kidnapped her just kept rambling on and on. (laughs) Actually, everyone calls me their daddy. Daddy? What the fuck, Peach thought. Well, she could understand why people would call him daddy. He is very handsome. (laughs) Peach may be in a very traumatizing situation, but that doesn't mean she can't tell when someone looks good. Mr. Pedro, I suppose I could relate, seeing as all of the toads and toadettes refer to me as mother. Mother. (laughs) Mother. (laughs) This is insane. Perhaps you can release me and we could share tips on being guiding figures. Sorry, Peachy, no can do. If I don't successfully catch, capture you and make you my princess, then my iPad gets taken away. Who's going to take it away? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I just want to understand. If that happens, then now will I play Merge Mansion? Peach is confused as to what a Merge Mansion is, but she doesn't ask. After a while, Pedro and Peach finally make it to their destination. He grabs her again and sets her down on the drop of point. A huge set of block letters appears in the sky reading, Winner! Peach notices she's starting to feel weird. What's happening? She asks. It's at the end of the level. This is where we part ways, sugar. Peach looks at her hand and sees it's disappearing. I don't feel so good, Mr. Pedro. With a single tear, Pedro walks away into the dark.
0: Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) And that's the end of that one. You know what it kind of gave is like Wreck It Ralph. Absolutely. Yeah, it was like it was giving Super Mario movie. Yes, it was giving Wreck It Ralph. Yes. And I also saw something on Twitter about Pedro Pascal. being in the sequel to the Mario movie. Like, someone was like, he should play XYZ Ugh, character. I don't remember. Amazing. I think Wario, I'm not really he a He honestly should
1: have been Mario, even though I know Mario is supposed to be Italian, of course, yeah, right? Yeah, I just think that maybe they could have made him Latino instead, yeah. because Chris Pratt is playing Mario, and for what?
0: Yeah, remember Chris Pratt's tweet when he said, when he used the G word on Twitter?
1: Wait, what was the G word?
0: I, I mean, I, I think it's, a, I, don't, I don't, Are we allowed to say it? I don't, I'm gonna say it. I don't, don't get mad at me if I say this, and it's a slur, I don't think it is Guido.
1: Oh, I don't recall that. What he said, did he, he say? He said
0: that like on, in 2014 on <laughs> Oh, and it
1: came out after yeah. he was cast? And everyone's <laughs> like, huh,
0: interesting casting when he talks this way about Italians. That's
1: super funny. Yeah, I'm not sure if that is a slur either, but if it is, so sorry.
0: Okay, so I'm going to read this one. This one was on Tumblr. Tumblr has some crazy ass shit on it, you guys. <laughs> so I'm going to read this one. This one might be a little bit... Yeah, this one's a little bit on the naughtier side, but you know what if it gets crazy we'll I'll, I'll you know blurp and bleep but this one is entitled morning pleasures the author is taylor oh, okay there is no author um sorry girl but we're stealing your work okay <laughs> and it goes like this if there was one thing you loved in the mornings it was sleepy pedro When he was taking time off from filming and he went and he was at home in New York City in your California king bed with his arms wrapped around you, it brought a sense of comfort to you. (laughs) Snuggling closer to the source of warmth that was your boyfriend's chest, you nuzzle your chin into the crook of his neck. His fingertips are already drawing lines up and down your bare spine that had been neglected of clothing from last night's round of excitement. (laughs) Legs intertwine together, and a soft hum falls from your mouth. Morning, mama. Pedro's raspy voice sends a prickle of of want to rush through you. Giggling softly, you drag your nails down his back. Morning, baby, you mutter. A slight shift has your hips pinned together, provoking either of you to move, to start something. Licking your lips, you kiss his chest. The light touches... Of your soft lips melt, Pedro, in a way that nothing else could, and it has him tightening his grip on you. Mi amor, he rasps. (laughs) We won't be climbing out of this bed if you keep that up. (laughs) Through a soft giggle, you start to wrestle around, lips making their wet path along his chest. Pedro finds himself being rolled flat on his back as your body slips away. Good thing we don't have any place special to be today, right, baby? (laughs) You cast your eyes up at him just before disappearing beneath the sheets. Pedro chuckles, wrapping his arm around yours. In one swift motion, he reels you back in. Your face inches from his. His eyes are open. And although groggy, the pool of chocolate that were irises... Wait, that were his irises swim through yours. Honestly, the sensory details. Courtney Smith is quaking. I was
1: literally <laughs> thinking Courtney Smith. Like This, this is
0: giving is, Courtney it's Smith. It's
1: giving her a shout out to you, Courtney. I, we don't know each other, but I really enjoyed your
0: work. <laughs> Let me take care of you, he whispers. Sweetheart. Ah, ah. He tisks you. Shush, he tisks you, shushing you with an index finger pressed to your lips that you lazily kiss and bring into your mouth earning him to grin (laughs) he flips the two of you over his chest now on top of yours he starts off by kissing your forehead lips drawing toward the corners of your mouth where he lingers momentarily you can feel the weight of his center pressing into yours and it provokes a delicate moan to fall look at me mama he cups your chin in his hand forcing your eyes to flutter open sm his smile widens when he catches the light coming through the windows to hit your face that's my or there's my pretty girl he whispers finally pressing his mouth to yours Pedro Vasco would never say any of these words <laughs> or at least I don't think he would You tangle your arms over his neck allowing him to explore hands glide over your hips and he slips one underneath your back to arch your hips forward into his some more his tongue sweeps over your bottom lip, demanding an entrance that you quickly give into. Oh my god, honestly
1: demanding an entrance.
0: <laughs> A whimper transfers from your mouth to his, an adorable noise that Pedro swallows, and his hand find wait, and his hand find one of your breasts massaging it around in his hand massaging your breast it's giving me. Um, i was thinking it was giving a mammogram <laughs> i'm dead skilled fingertips tweak the sensitive nipple as he pulls it at an erected point you guys uh content warning trigger warning content uh, graphic graphic imagery coming up so fast forward if you don't want to listen um a groan escaping his mouth when he feels your gently grind upwards into his flesh Duh, don't tease me you mutter in between <laughs> kisses that had turned fervent he coasts your collect- collarbone with his mouth soon enjoying your appeal by wrapping his lips around the nipples his wait around the nipple his fingertips previously played with while his free palm searches the land of your body strings of moans enter the bedroom and your lover smirks against you as he comes off your nipples with an audible pop Oh, my God. (laughs) He catches your simmering stare and you close your mouth. Pedro shakes his head. None of that, gorgeous. (laughs) Don't you stop. I want to hear every pretty noise come from that mouth. Do you understand? (laughs) Nodding your head, he cups your sex. What? What? His palm grinding into you. Your mouth falls open and your back arches as the tiniest touch he delivered somehow sent raging wildfires to commence over your skin. And as Pedro journeyed toward the center, he flicked his brown orbs up at you. Not orbs. Orbs? Watching as trembling fingers, fingers gripped the sheets. All right, mama, he laughs. Let's see how far we can go. He disappears under the sheets, and soon you're met with the warmth of his mouth. Oh,
1: my goodness. And that's that. Well, damn. I
0: know. Miss Tumblr really decided to give it to the girls. It's
1: giving pornography.
0: I know. You guys, if you're ever interested in, like, reading something that stimulates your brain in like a sexual kind of fashion i highly suggest you read some of this because it is truly bananas i spent my um february because i had a reading goal that i have since fallen off of oops but maybe i'll pick it back up i spent my february reading like more graphic novels because i'm like it is valentine's day i'm trying to read something a little bit on the i'm a single lady i want to read something on the sexier side and it you guys truly was crazy so if you're into that read these because they're crazy I think you should read um the Hold My Wand. Okay. You guys, this is a crossover that none of us knew we needed, but all of us knew we wanted. So
1: <laughs> I'm so I'm ready I'm gonna to let you read this one
0: because you guys, this is truly crazy. This was um Hold My Wand by Worthless Writer.
1: Honestly, worthless writer. Well, girl, I don't think you're about to be worthless after we delve into this.
0: Okay, period. Okay.
1: So take it away. The air was heavy with despair as students and professors gathered in the front courtyard, preparing themselves and the castle for the inevitable inevitable battle against voldemort <laughs>
0: <laughs> hi dania hi dania
1: shout out dania my sister she used to write harry potter fan fiction um, oh my god the through line of everything is fan fiction it's, full, oh my god. it's a full circle moment here if only we could have located her fanfic but i don't think it's i think it's lost in cyberspace anyway yeah. if but we ever
0: find it we'll read on the podcast absolutely
1: anyways Every witch and wizard tightened their grip on the base of their wands, anxiously watching as the Death Eaters slowly broke down the ward. Every lesson we have taught you has prepared you for this day, Professor Professor McGonagall announced as she stood before the crowd. Today you do not represent one single house. Today you represent all four. You will be brave like a Gryffindor, loyal like a Hufflepuff. Wise like a Ravenclaw and cunning Mm. like a Slytherin. Students and staff listened intently as McGonagall continued to speak, making sure to keep their focus on her instead of the disintegrating protective barrier in the distance. It has been an honor to teach you all, she said, her voice cracking slightly as she scanned their faces. And it will be an even greater honor to fight with you, As everyone on the ground level hugged their peers and ready themselves to fight, a professor and a small group of his students joined Remus, Tonks, and Kingsley at the top of the astronomy tower. Professor Pascal, (laughs) what are you doing up here? Remus asked as he hugged his former colleague. Lending a hand, he replied. And please, Remus, I've told you to call me Pedro. Remus left let out as light chuckle. <laughs> May I ask what that is, Pedro? He questioned as he pointed to the long and sleek item hanging on his shoulder. A secret weapon, Pedro stated. Professor Pascal has been teaching us about American muggle artillery. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke for those me and me love to just make sounds and be crazy and that's one of them So artillery. artillery so yeah it was really artillery if you didn't catch that one of the students said
1: as he held up a compact version of the item within Pedro's grasp how do they work Remus asked you'll see Pedro smirked why is Pedro so coy like damn mm, he's a
0: smirking kind of like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's
1: like mm-hmm, you better find out Well, I hope whatever you're about to do happens soon. The Death Eaters are almost done breaking down the ward. I'm just waiting on, Pedro began, but he was interrupted by another. I have what you asked for, Professor Pascal, Neville panted as he held up a small cardboard box. Atta boy, Longbottom, Pedro praised, patting him on his back before taking the box from him. Remus, he called out. Remus stepped forward. Yes? Hold my wand. Once he handed his wand off, Pedro moved towards the railing and narrowed his eyes as he looked out at the mass of Death Eaters on the hill. He scanned the sea of people until he located his target. A bald-headed, no-nose-having twat (laughs) dumping out the contents of the box that Neville brought him, Pedro picked up one of the cylinder items and loaded it into the chamber. Laying down, he closed his left eye and looked through the long scope with his right. His right hand wrapped firmly around the stock, his pointer finger gently resting on the trigger as he steadily adjusted his aim. Once the crosshairs were aligned precisely with his target, Pedro let out a slow exhale as he squeezed down on the trigger. A subtle cracking sound echoed from the sniper rifle as the bullet soared through the air and made direct contact between or sorry with the space between Voldemort's eyes as soon as his lifeless cloaked body collapsed onto the ground black smoke fills the air as the death eaters began to flee pedro proudly got up to his feet and turned to face his students <laughs> and that's how we do it in america he stated <laughs> This is too much. (laughs) Now, does anyone have a cold one on ice? (laughs) (laughs) He looked around curiously as he took off his cowboy hat and wiped the sweat from his brow.
0: And that's it. (laughs) Y'all. It's giving American propaganda. Oh, absolutely! They said the Brits and the and the states are coming together. Period. That was that was actually crazy. That
1: was like the Last of Us crossover with Harry Potter. Oh yeah,
0: I'm like not a gun in the Harry Potter world. <laughs> like, huh? Like these people have magic. Like they can like yeah. operate, and you're gonna shoot them. Sure.
1: Like okay, sure. But the writing was really good. So worthless writer, like you popped off. In yeah, you're my not opinion. worthless, Eva.
0: You're 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 worth something.
1: Yeah, I'm like you should get something published, honey.
0: Okay, so this one is um i'll read this one it's called this is a crossover between the two daddies of all daddies of the internet (laughs) so this is a crossover between pedro pascal and um oscar isaac who if y'all don't i feel like i've said oscar isaac's name and people have been like who is that yeah y'all need to literally get on board
1: if you saw him you'll you'll know him absolutely he's in
0: star wars he was in moon Knight. he's been in a lot of movies and films and tv shows so he's very popular very good actor, very sexy, also very short. Mm,
1: short King. Short
0: King. And y'all know why I love Short King. It's Short King Spring, so we live. <gasps> short
1: King Spring, I love that. I know
0: that they said that on SNL.
1: That's so cute. I know.
0: Okay, so this one is entitled Dirty Laundry, but with Pedro and Oscar, not Andrew, <laughs> by Y.N. Jones. We started off as best friends, Oscar and Pedro, Pedro and Oscar. Inseparable as we met on the cast of Triple Frontier. I have no idea what that is. Fast either. forward years later of bars, movies, and friendships strengthened. We end up here in the bathroom of an awards show. You've been avoiding me, Oscar says, his hands washing in the sink. I meet his eyes in the mirror. They are purposefully looking away. His voice cool and swagger. I know I've been avoiding him. And if he looks down my, toward my crotch, he will know why as well. <laughs> <laughs> Look. I'm sorry we haven't caught up in a while. I've been busy filming for The Last of Us. Uh, (laughs) Please. He towels his hands and he walks towards me, pushing my back against the door. My breath intakes. I stare into his – I think they mean to say lustful, but they say listful eyes. But I'll say lustful. Stare into his lustful eyes. I know he wants me. I push him off anyway and head to the door. This isn't going to work, Isaac. I need – I have needs other than just bathroom sex at a fancy rich people parties. <laughs> he grabs my wrist and spins me around before I can reach the door. We crash our lips together, stumbling back into the big handicap stall and close the door behind me. I'm going to have the hardest friends to enemies. Wait, what? I'm going to have the hardest friends to enemies to lovers hate sex with you. They're going to have... With you, they're going to have to put Joel in a wheelchair for unspecified purposes next episode. (laughs) Oscar growls in my ear. I shudder and bit his bottom lip aggressively. His hands are everywhere, aggressive and dominant, roaming far beyond my late night imagination. God, Pedro, you don't know how long I've waited for this. I'm completely obliterated by his scent. His hands. The announcer is calling out the winners, but I can't hear him. All I can focus on is shoving my tongue down his throat and my hands (laughs) down his shirt. Isaac, I, he shuts me up as his hands palm me through, wait, he shuts me up as hands palm me through my pants. I watched you on the BuzzFeed interview. (laughs) He says in a low voice as I groan into his palm, the friction getting me off. You called me the daddiest daddies of all daddies. Now you'll find out just how daddy I can fucking be. (laughs) (laughs) I tried to grab his pants, my head circling over this impossible situation. I am here in the award show bathroom with my best friend who is about to about to top the fuck out of me. I pray my ass won't be fucked up tomorrow. <laughs> honestly, did you write this? I honestly, I think I did. <laughs> it was giving like
1: kind of satirical, which oh, I enjoy. I
0: absolutely lived. <laughs> it was. It was the. Um, they're gonna have to put Joel in a wheelchair in the next episode for me. <laughs> I'm like that. For unspecified purposes. <laughs>
1: that was so funny. This you is so work. crazy. Whoever wrote that? What is their name again? Wyan um, Jones.
0: Work. Wyand Jones. You better slay, diva. Okay, I think you should do the um what is it called? Uh the Undead and the Revived.
1: I'm d- uh, Oh, here it is, the Undead and the Revived. You guys,
0: this one, like I was reading these last <laughs> night and I sent this one to Yasmin and I was like in all caps, I'm like this is absolutely insane because this is like a fan fiction of a book that is well <laughs> revered by a large population of the world, but I'm just not gonna give you much context besides that. And, I'll let and you just me- don't get
1: mad at me, okay? Yeah, okay.
0: I'll let you take it away. I didn't
1: write this. <laughs> <laughs> this person who wrote this is named Crackety Wackety. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's us. That is
1: literally us. Okay, so Edward softly brushed his hair out of his face. You look beautiful like this, darling. Jesus blushed and hid his <laughs> face in his hands, which proved to be useless because of his scars. I still can't believe we did this and right at the end of the world. I truly wish we had done this sooner, especially since you have to go back soon. I'm so sorry, Edward. I tried to convince my father. I really did. But he's stubborn. His father? If you haven't caught on yet, his father is God. Yeah,
0: this is <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> I'm so... Oh, I and Edward was, is
0: Edward Cullen from Twilight also <laughs> to give you context.
1: I can't handle it. Jesus put his head on Edward's naked chest, comfortably listening to the silence that has long since replaced his heartbeat. I know I have sinned a lot. I attacked, I lied, I killed, but I would give up everything I own and the rest of my soul to be by your side. You are not, you are not the only sinner in the world, Edward. Look at me. I also sinned. Right now, here with you, he leaned in for a kiss. And I wouldn't have it any other way. He watched as Edward's cold, bloodthirsty eyes slowly closed. Edward accidentally bit Jesus' lip when they heard a loud noise coming from behind the barricaded door. The loud thud shook the room once again. They found us! They hurriedly got up and went to grab their weapons, only they were nowhere to be found. What the fuck?! We're dead! Edward tried to look for anything to use, but there was nothing. The abandoned house was empty. After one last thud, the door and everything in front of it fell to the ground. Out of the doorway came a man with leather boots and a trimmed mustache. (laughs) Pedro Pascal, I knew you couldn't just leave us alone. (laughs) Calm down, Cullen. I come in peace. Edward stood in his fight stance, bearing his white, sharp fangs. You fucking undead bastards have been here for way too long. It's time for us living folk to take the world back. He raised his gun, pointing it straight at Edward's chest. Your bullets can't hurt me. You're right. Edward heard a splashing noise cu- coming from behind him. But holy water can. <laughs> <laughs> Edward fell to the ground in immense pain as the cold liquid touched his naked skin, effectively burning him in the deepest layers of his body and tearing through his very soul. Jesus, he screamed through the pain. Why would you do this? Why would you leave me? Jesus stepped forward, placing a soft final kiss on his cheek. Because you're undead, he stood up, and I am revived. And scene. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Joke's on you, honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I read that was the one last night. And I was like, there is absolutely no way that a person on the internet <laughs> sat in front of their computer or phone or whatever. And clickety-clack typed this little, like, fan fiction out of Edward Cullen, Jesus Christ, and, and Pedro, Pedro Pascal. Pascal. That but, is
1: some bonkers-ass shit, I'm honey. like, this is,
0: a, this is a trifecta I never knew that I needed. And yes. I don't think I wanted, And I don't know if I still want I it. I
1: still don't know. But, like, I'm... Uh, Yeah, I can't quite figure out how I feel about it, but I'm glad we read it.
0: I am also very happy that we read it, too. This one... Oh, okay. Wait. Um, Okay, this one, you guys, is just so bananas. This is an Andrew Garfield one. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to get to all of them, just because I literally sent you something like 15 fan fictions, but this one is just so crazy. So this is... uh, A spoof off of a moment that happened on television. And I'll read it and you'll know what I'm talking about. This one is about Andrew Garfield, by the way. We're changing gears. And also, you're going to hear the name Stephen in reference to Stephen Colbert.
1: (laughs) So random.
0: Stephen and Andrew had been friends for years. But tonight was different. They had both been at a party and had ended up alone in the living room. The music was playing softly in the background, and Stephen couldn't help but notice how close Andrew was standing to him. Do you want to dance? Stephen asked, feeling a little nervous. Andrew smiled and took Stephen's hand, Stephen's hand leading him to the center of the room. As it began to sway to the music, Stephen felt like he was in a dream. <laughs> Andrew was a great dancer, and he couldn't help but feel a little giddy as they moved together. As the song came to an end, Andrew pulled Stephen closer and whispered in his ear, I've always wanted to do this. Stephen felt his heart skip a beat as Andrew leaned in and pressed his lips to Stephen's. The kiss was gentle and sweet, and Stephen couldn't help but melt into it. When they finally pulled away, they were both smiling and laughing. I had no idea you felt that way, (laughs) Stephen said, still feeling a little dazed. I know, me neither, Andrew replied, looking a little sheepish. (laughs) They spent the rest of the night dancing and talking, and Stephen couldn't believe how happy he felt. He knew that this was the beginning of something special, and he couldn't wait to see what the future held for him and Andrew. As the party came to a close and they said their goodbyes, Stephen couldn't help but feel a little sad. He knew that he would be thinking about this night for a long time to come, and he couldn't wait to see Andrew again. As they hugged goodbye, Andrew whispered in Stephen's ear, I'll call you tomorrow, okay? Steven smiled and nodded, feeling like he was on top of the world. He knew that this was just the beginning of something amazing, and he couldn't wait to see where it would take them. It's been a long time since the night of the party, but the memory of that dance will stay with them forever. This was entitled Just the Two of Us by Mafia Kane, uh, Kane CK. I don't know, you guys. I can't read the title. But that was about Andrew Garfield and Stephen Colbert. That I think they kissed on Stephen Colbert's show one time. And I think someone decided to write oh, a fan fiction about it.
1: That's right. I do um, remember that. Because I'm like, why does this feel like it should happen in real life? Because yeah, it did. But it was, it obviously did. not as as romantic as that. Yes.
0: And I was looking up specifically Andrew Garfield fan fiction last night. And I was like, this is so crazy. I'm like, not Stephen Colbert, you guys.
1: <laughs> Listen, I kind of would love to see it. I would, too. Like, I feel like he would be, like, a really nice, like...
0: Gentle lover. Yeah,
1: with with Andrew specifically. I just feel like it would be sweet and cute because it's unexpected. Like two
0: gentle lovers. Yeah,
1: like you better work.
0: Uh, You know what? That's true.
1: Yeah, if you're listening to this, Stephen Colbert or Andrew Garfield, maybe you guys should try to kiss again and maybe go on a date.
0: Okay, I think you should read um, this. We're going to switch to High School Musical. This one's called You're a Hot Mess. I'm loving It. Hell yeah. (laughs) Okay, I have it right here. Okay. And the author is Hillbilly Leprechaun.
1: <laughs> Hillbilly
0: underscore leprechaun.
1: All right. Troy and Gabriella are seniors and have broken up, yet they are playing romantic romantic leads and ad hoc. Ryan learns all of Gabriella's parts and is and is her understudy. He then replicates the locket he notices she always wears. He recreates the locket with the help of iron and fading metal. Painting it gold. This is giving stalker. Oh, yeah. Like that's weird. The girl begins wearing the fake after Ryan trades it in the green room.
0: He duped her. Yeah,
1: he really did. She asks her mom how the necklace looks, but the woman is busy and she says it looks splendid. <laughs> it's giving good heavens. Good I just combusted. <laughs> Another inside joke. So sorry. Um, so Gabriella keeps wearing it even though it makes her itch unknown why it itches, which she tells Taylor. Taylor thinks it's just nerves stemming from having to kiss your ex on stage in front of a lot of the school. (laughs) (laughs) The night before the show, during rehearsal, the rash grows and so does Gabriella's anxiety from what Taylor said. Halfway through practice, she screams and runs away. Troy, Can you imagine, like, halfway through, like, actually rehearsing and then you just start screaming and run
0: away? (laughs) Like,
1: that's kind of wacky, but, you know... Troy cluelessly watches her leave, but he shrugs. He can't run after her because he's her ex, after all. On performance night, Miss Darbus announces that Gabriella is at the doctor's and Ryan will fill her role. He happily joins Troy on stage, though he uses great theater skills and pretends to be distraught over her leaving so suddenly. Taylor asks if Gabby is okay, and Miss Darbus says that it was a common rash mixed with, with anxiety about tonight. Taylor might have noticed Ryan's smug expression had she not been looking at her feet for giving Gabriella anxiety. The performance goes very smoothly. Ryan correctly kissing Troy all five times. They awkwardly kiss excellently as Troy had no idea what to do. Later in the play Ryan sneaks a kiss and runs into the wings with Troy expertly staring back because he forgot that happened in the play. The third kiss came during the character's argument, and the angry kiss was very heated between the two actors. The fourth one was one of apology, huh? and, wa- and the fifth was given with... huh? So, so sorry. And the fifth was given when Ryan's character was in a hospital bed, and he recovered from his illness. After the curtains were drawn, Troy gave Ryan a kiss. The play's over, Troy. And it's a shame, he nods. You kiss way better than Gabriella. Want to go to practice for the next play? It's giving, like, gay awakening. Oh, absolutely. I kind of, you know, I'm I'm down for that
0: one. Absolutely. (laughs) And then I'm going to end it on this one because this one is truly, truly bananas. This one is going to be graphic sexual. So (laughs) it's not that graphic, but it is, you know, more graphic than the others. So trigger warning now. It's called Everybody Doesn't. Um, Lila Bell is the author. Troy Bolton is not gay, never has been, never will be. But he, like every other seventeen-year-old boy with a goody-goody hot-ass girlfriend, is so ready to blow his load that it even funny. <laughs> Oh, my God. And Chad, well, he's in the same goddamn boat. It's homecoming. They double dated. Chad got as far as skimming Taylor's boob under the dress, but over the bra. She's nearly slapped him for it, but he thinks it was worth it. Troy actually felt Gabriella's hand on his cock. (laughs) It was through two layers of clothing and only for a half a second before she blushed and yanked it away like she burned it. But still, he felt it. They've dropped them off at their doors, ch- chaste kisses were exchanged, and now the pair are holed up in Troy's room, whispering to each other in the dark. Her nipples were hard, man, hard as rocks. She fucking liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so, why the pissed off act? It doesn't make her a whore if she lets me play with her titties. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a level of fanfiction that me and mean we're reading while we were driving by the way yes. and this is how we are reacting like while driving in traffic <laughs> yes. dude she let you slip your hand in that's a whole hell of a lot more than Gabby let me do she gets twitchy if I rest my hands on her ribs too long but you but didn't you say that she touched your yeah but I don't think she did it on purpose fuck <laughs> yeah there's a long pause and then an almost whispered I'm so hard it hurts. Me too. (laughs) Oh my goodness. She's fucking lucky I love her. Otherwise, I wouldn't put up with this bullshit. (gasps) Troy snorts and Chad punches him hard enough that Troy knows it will leave a bruise. Like, you aren't even thinking the same thing? Another long silence and then the sound of skin slapping skin. Oh, for fuck's sake. What? I'm horny. (laughs) Oh, he's like doing the deed in front of him? So am I. But you don't see me <laughs> you guys, content trigger warning, trigger warning. <laughs> I am beyond. But you don't see me beating my meat, do you? I wouldn't <laughs> mind if I did. What? There's a rustle. Footsteps and then light snaps on. And then a light snaps on. Two pairs of eyes lock and a smile slowly spreads across the lips of the already naked boy. It's not like we would be cheating on them. I mean, last time I looked, you don't have a pussy. And besides, I don't love you. Every eyelashes flutter. I love you. Fuck you. Fuck you. A shrug, sigh, and a pair of dingy boxers drop to the ground you guys this is, is <laughs> no. this is so straight is but gay oh, this is like every street like there are so many straight men that I know that kind of behave like this you guys it's actually crazy being on the other side anyways
1: oh my goodness
0: a bottle of lotion is unearthed from under the bed passed from one to the other and then dropped onto the floor there's a tea, there's a tense moment where two hands hover awkwardly over cocks that don't belong <laughs> to them <laughs> <laughs> then hormones take over and moans fill the air when it's over Chad flops onto his sleeping bag and smiles lazily at Troy. "Don't worry, I'll still respect you in the morning." Troy tosses a sticky wad of tissues at him, beaming him upside his head. Chad rages about it before hurling the wad back at him. This goes on for far longer than it sh- wait. This goes on for far longer than it should. Then Troy yawns and Tr- Chad bitches about the light. <laughs> they settle down and soft snores fill the empty air. Troy thinks for a long time before he finally manages to drift off into sleep. He's not gay. He never will be. Ryan Evans is just as freaky and weird as he ever was and kissing him is still as repulsive as kissing that dog of his sisters. But even still, he wouldn't mind what went down tonight happening again.
1: Okay. (laughs) I have no words for that one. That was so insane.
0: You guys, that is uh, let me tell you (laughs) Not that that's happened to me in my personal life, but I have, there have been mutterings of things like that happening in my life. And I'm not going to go into any further detail, but like, Straight men do behave like that, and it's and they're like, ha, I'm not gay, man. Ha ha ha. I like cock, man. Let me see your fucking cock, man. Ha, ha, I am gay. Like it is so that energy. It is actually bananas. So that
1: is so fucking. Wild. That is going to
0: be the wrap up of the fan fiction. I'm sorry there are way more, but like I don't want to keep you all for hours upon hours upon hours. If you want a part two of this, I'm absolutely. Would love to indulge. If you want like a smut reading, we can get into that too with more graphic things. If we want just an episode of that, let me know. I, I'm i here to please you guys and give you the content that you want to listen to. So let me know what you guys think. Um, but that's going to conclude our fan fiction for the episode. So we're going to wrap this episode right on up. So we obviously went through our hot takes. We talked about driving in traffic. We talked about the dogs being out we talked about (laughs) washing your ass we talked about all the above please go back and listen to the episode if you choose to do so okay so with that being said i'm going to leave you off with a final question just mean for the episode um if you had to do one thing for the rest of your life which would you rather do would you rather serve cunt or would you rather slay boots
1: Serve cunt. I feel like that's the obvious answer. Okay,
0: absolutely. I was kind of thinking that too. Yeah, I think because I think in my mind, serve cunt is like a persona versus yes. sleigh boots is like an attitude.
1: Absolutely, you definitely got it right on the mail, I mean, baby. period. Yeah, I think
0: we're we're here to embody the persona and to live the attitude. But if you're embodying the persona, there's no need for the attitude because it's already coming through.
1: Exactly, and like the two of us, we already know we serve cunt. Absolutely, on a silver platter, on a silver platter with a
0: lid. Oh, too, yeah, with like we, the we room it. service lid. Uh-huh. Yeah. With gloves. Oh,
1: yeah, with white gloves. Uh huh. And a white button up. Absolutely. And
0: a tuxedo. <laughs> yes. Because a cunty one. Absolutely. Because we serve cunt ferociously and fiercely. And here. we don't even
1: have to try, honey. Uh, not even at all. Not at all.
0: And imagine not serving cunt. How embarrassing for you. That's embarrassing. Huh. Well, anyways, I hope you guys have a great rest of your episode. Yasmeen, thank you so much for being here today. Everyone give a studio round of applause for Yasmeen finishing her fucking master's degree over here. <laughs> ber- 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 <laughs> oh, Miss Master. Thank you
1: so much. Uh, I'm so happy to have come on the pod. I'm
0: so happy to have you here. And thank I'm uh, now just thinking about it. I we, Me and Yasmeen are seeing Beyonce together with Dania. The yes. three of us are going to have an evening. And obviously, Beyonce is a huge point of this podcast, you guys. We live a lot, Love. Beyonce. So with that being said, we're seeing Beyonce on a Monday. This Mm. podcast comes out on a Monday. So I'm going to plan – don't hold me to this, but it is in (laughs) my my planner of my brain – the episode after we see Beyonce, I will have Yasmin. I'll try to have Danny if she's here. She probably won't be. Yeah. But I'll have Yasmin. We'll have Amani. We'll have my friend Daniel. And we'll have my friend Princess if he sees be- I think he's seeing Beyonce. We'll have all of us here and we can all just oh, yes. jibber jabber about the concert. Oh, because That sounds amazing. I know we're all gonna really, really get, gonna our get our fucking get our bags.
1: bags.
0: <laughs> it's one of the like it's gonna be the highlight of the year. I'm oh, absolutely. so excited. So oh wait, you'll be in Italy for that.
1: For when? Oh, I leave two days after to go to Italy.
0: Yikes. I mean, maybe if we film it the day after. We Who could. Knows? We'll see. We'll see what yeah. happens. But um that's planned in the works. But Yasmin yes, will be back on the podcast. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here, Miss Devo Is there anything you want to plug today? Instagram, TikTok, anything like that? Um, or just anything you want to say?
1: You know what? If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can. I'm not very much of an Instagram girly, but... It's Y.A.S.E.L.K. And I am on private. So if you do decide to follow me and I'm not feeling you, I might leave you pending. But that's just me being honest. But, like, if you're a girly pop and I like you and I see that you're friends with Parker, I'll add you back. Slay. And, yeah, I don't think that's anything else I want to say other than I love Parker Griffin so much. (gasps) And as he mentioned, he is my family. We are family. He's Mm -hmm. my bestie. He's my brother. He's my sister. And he's the motherfucking best. So if you are not listening to his podcast regularly, you should because he's literally the best thing that's ever happened to the podcast world. So work, Diva. And I mean that because I'm his biggest fan. So...
0: And you heard it here first, divas. (laughs) Well, I hope you all have a great rest of your week. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, whatever day you're listening to this podcast. If you are interested in listening to more fan fiction, go back and listen to my Josh Hutchinson one because that one was written for me about me with Josh Hutchison. It's crazy if you haven't listened already. So dive into that episode, and I will see you all next week on the next episode. Have a great rest of your day, and be kind to everyone because everyone deserves it, okay? All right. Bye-bye now. Bye. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Parker's Pointless Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review, share this with a friend, or both. Can't wait to chat with you all again next week. This is your host, the daintiest doll in town, Parker, signing off. Bye!